0: On today's program, meet a rabbi from Israel who claims he has proof that ancient Jewish tradition supports the idea of a divine Messiah. A Messiah who would suffer and die for the sins of mankind. A shocking new revelation today on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice,
1: a program to help you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith Bible prophecy and world events surrounding Israel. Modern Judaism rejects the concept of a divine Messiah. In fact, many Jews no longer even believe in a literal Messiah at all. They've replaced this idea with the concept of a messianic age, a utopian society that's brought about through good deeds. But this was not the case 2,000 years ago. The Jewish people longed for a redeemer, an anointed one that would deliver them from the tyranny of Rome. My guest today is going to take us back in time. He claims that a divine Messiah was clearly found in Jewish thought. Please welcome perhaps one of the most interesting guests that we've ever had on this program, Rabbi Itzhak Shapira. Itzhak, welcome. How great to have you. I think because I've met you and talked to you, that you have one of the most interesting stories and are doing one of the most interesting things of any Jewish believer I've ever met because you've spent over 15 years. You're Israeli, first of all, right? Yes, yes. I mean, everybody can hear it. You're Israeli. You were brought up in an observant Jewish home. Yes. Just before we go into the the research, just give us a quick background.
2: I was uh, raised, uh, raised up in Israel in traditional normative Judaism. As a matter of fact, I thought everybody in the world is Jewish. Okay, <laughs> the first time I heard about somebody named uh, Jesus, I thought his last name was Christ, yes? Son I was, of Mr. and Mrs. Christ. Yes, yeah. so uh, I, I was uh, raised in Judaism and uh, that's basically how I was brought up in in the traditions of our fathers. So Jesus was a non-issue for you, right? No, I tell you when it was an issue, I was seven seven years old in Purim and I remember uh, asking to be the Round Table Knight and I came to the tailor and my mother mother, uh, said to me, run and get uh, your custom and they handed me the Round Table Knight custom with a cross that was the first time I ah. saw this cross and I was terrified. I cried, I said, I will not take it from you, sir, because this is not something that does not belong to us. And I in and I Israel, told, you in had a Israel, costume with the in cross. Israel. Whoops. <laughs> that was my first, uh, ex, uh, something to do with, uh, with Christianity, and that's my first memory. So it, re- it repelled you? It repelled, of course. Yeah, we have
1: a 2,000 year history, we could go into that. but. What's so unique about your ministry is that you spent over 15 years researching the, the true identity of the Messiah in Jewish thought. Yes, That's amazing to me. You had to dig through a lot of history. Yes.
2: So talk
1: about that search.
2: You know, I walked into a messianic synagogue by what I thought was an accident almost 18 years ago, and people were raising their hand, Jonathan, we were doing this and calling on the Yeshua, and I think, I don't see the imaginary window. What are they What, what are they calling on? So I was thinking to myself, i got to find out about this guy. I turned every stone, starting with our own Tanakh, which I thought I knew, going to our Jewish writings, okay, to find out what our people, I could care less what any Christian would tell me about the Messiah, what our people thought about the Messiah, okay? And that's where I found the true identity of the Jewish Mashiach, right there. It was right under my nose, and I didn't even know it. Well, you actually researched materials that most
1: people are totally unaware of. You went back into some very unique Jewish sources, and really you've taken on one of the toughest debates of all time, that the Messiah was divine in Jewish thought, in ancient Jewish thought. Talk about that. That's fascinating.
2: Yes. First of all, let's set this record straight to be honest. If you have three Jews, you will receive ten opinions, okay? (laughs) I am not going to say that all of Judaism say that the Messiah is divine. But what I discovered, that especially going pre-Rambam, who was a a great uh, Jewish scholar in the Middle Ages, the idea of a divine Messiah Going back to our Tanaim, you know, to the Yeshuas eras, you find these ideas that uh, that the Messiah is divine there in the first and second, the third and fourth century. Uh, the divinity of Messiah is part of Judaism. Was but you really have to dig for it because
1: you won't find any Jewish scholar today that will agree that the Messiah is going to be divine that I've ever
2: met. You know, the proof is in the definition. How do we define it? But I will tell you this: I walked. There was time. I read what was written about the divinity of Messiah, and my hand was even shaking of what I was reading. And I had to do this because it was shaking. We're talking about a cover-up
1: here, aren't we? Yeah. Of the truth. Hey, we have to take a break. When we come back, Rabbi Shapira presents his case for Jesus being the Messiah, the divine Messiah of Israel. Don't go away.
0: Jewish Voice is dedicated to proclaiming the Gospel, the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah, to the Jew first, and also to the nations. One way we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Even more important than the physical relief our medical help provides is the opportunity to share God's love through the good news of Yeshua today we are just a few weeks away from our next medical clinic our volunteer medical professionals will be providing medical care dental care and eye care all free of charge to thousands of men women and children many of whom have never even seen a doctor or dentist will you help these precious people every gift large or small will make a difference in someone's life as you respond with a gift of forty dollars or more we will send you Rabbi Itzhak Shapira's book, The Return of the Kosher Pig. This fascinating book is groundbreaking. It uncovers Hebrew scriptures and ancient Jewish literature, rarely seen and some in English for the first time, that revealed a divine Messiah and proved that Jesus, Yeshua, fulfilled the first century expectation. Discover fresh new insights and information that help answer the age old argument about the identity of the messiah a unique interpretation of the divine nature of the messiah one that is consistent with ancient jewish thought and you'll gain a better understanding of who jesus is from a traditional first century jewish perspective in addition we also want to send you a book by rabbi jonathan burnis called seven keys to unlock the prophetic mysteries of israel in this book Jonathan reveals the seven keys to understanding Israel's place in end time events and to learn what to look for in tomorrow's headlines. This book will help you to recognize and be part of what God is doing in these last days. Please call, click, or write now, and please be as generous as possible. When you respond, you'll be providing life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people, and you'll receive these ministry resources that will bless and inspire you. And they will also be a constant reminder of your partnership with us to bless the Jewish people. Thank you.
1: I'm back with a fascinating guest, Rabbi Yitzhak Shapiro, who recently wrote a new book. It's called The Return of the Kosher Pig. The name of the book, although attention-getting is not a gimmick, it represents an important Jewish topic. I think it is attention-getting, The Return of the Kosher Pig, still.
2: (laughs) And it's humorous, too. What is the kosher pig? Okay, so let's put on the Jewish glasses for for a split second and understand it. Every Hebrew word has dual meaning, yes? When I started to prepare and, and look at Jewish end time, the way Ju- Judaism view end time event, the messianic this messianic age, and messianic era, there is a question that asked our sages, why is the pig, why God gave the animal pig the name pig? Okay, why pig or pig? Because in Hebrew names are important and you find out that the name, the word pig in Hebrew is actually rooted in the Hebrew word to return. The Hebrew word pig, chazir, and chazar, are the same Hebrew word. And they continue <laughs> on to explain that the, the one that who, who is the chazir who will return to Israel is none other than the Messiah himself that will appear first as unkosher to our people. But he will return and he will be so clean and so kosher, he will become the defender of Israel. That is, it's, it's so brilliant, but
1: you really have <laughs> to understand it. It's, it's really deep too. So this is really a fascinating book. I've been in the Messianic Jewish movement 30 years, and I've never seen anything like this. So the book examines the nature of the Messiah through traditional Jewish views. And, and you say that when, as you researched yeah. traditional Jewish literature yeah. and dug back 1,500 years, 1,600 years, 2,000 years, yes you discovered that the idea of a divine Messiah was part of traditional Jewish thought. What's so fascinating about this is that that's been removed today from Judaism, uh, likely because of the Middle Ages and all the disputations with Christianity, and trying to keep conversion from happening, but take us back in
2: time. Oh, yes. First of all, we, we need to understand one thing. All of us heard those claims that Judaism does not believe in a divine Messiah. Judaism does not believe in a virgin birth, etc., etc. Everybody that ever tried to share, and most the, not even as Messiah anymore. Uh, absolutely, we need to always qualify to understand it's depending to which Judaism. In essence, we have seven seven brands of Judaism. Okay, we have the Tanaic Judaism of Yeshua's time, and then we have the Amoraic Judaism that canonized the, the Talmud. Okay, and then we have the Geonim and the Chachamim and the Rishonim. These are different era and each era believe something completely different about judaism so while it's true that some of in judaism today reject the divine messiah if you go back in the time machine to the first and second third century absolutely this faith was very common faith you're, you're mentioning people. names that most people
1: have never even heard about before if you're a student of history and you really want to dig back to who the original yeshua jesus really was there's things in this book you've never, ever seen before, never.
2: Yeah, and, and let me give you another example. Look, I don't wear glasses. I went to get my eye exam, okay? And they told me, sir, you are blind in one eye. So I came the next day, I memorized the last line, and I tried to read the same line again. There was a problem, they changed the line on me, okay? <laughs> the- The problem that when we read the Bible, most of us, we read it in some sort of a blurriness, linguistically and contextually. There is actually four layers that I introduce in the book of reading the Bible. The simplistic way, what is called the clue, through sermon or midrashic, what we call in Hebrew midrashic, and through the secrets. All four layers. When you read this, you understand that every verse. I can open up every verse in the Hebrew Bible and show you that it's point to wanting any verse with these four methodologies to the Mashiach. Any verse in the Hebrew Bible.
1: How widespread 2,000 years ago was the idea that the
2: Messiah, the Mashiach would be divine? Well, it is, uh, it is engraved in Judaism, it is there. I'll give you an example. Here you have two good Jewish boys, Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yossi, as an example. And they are arguing upon themselves on Daniel 7. And, and, and Rabbi Akiva said to Rabbi Yossi, here are two good Jewish boys. Said to him, Do you know why it says thrones, that there were thrones in heaven? He's talking about Daniel 7, 9. Rabbi Akiva, oh, of course I know why it says that. Yeah, because there's one throne in heaven for God and another throne in the heaven for the Messiah because he is divine. And Rabbi Yossi shouted at him, saying, how dare you make the Messiah divine?
1: Amazing. Yeah. We, we see the
2: pre-existence so
1: clearly, sure. I think, in Scripture. Sure. And then trying to deal with, well, if he's pre-existent, he's, he's from old, from everlasting, yes. Micah two. How do we understand mm-hmm. this? But you're uncovering things that have been intentionally hidden. Now, in the book, you make the case in five parts for yes. the divinity of the Messiah. Yes. Like a lawyer, take us through the five parts.
2: So, the first part in, in any case is a framework. Look, if I stand here, or you, Jonathan, to our Jewish people say, I feel, I believe, I think on anything, they say, who are you to think, who are you to believe? You can misinterpret it. I say, no, I don't think, I don't feel, and I don't believe. They think, they feel they believe. And no other day, those are the sages of the last 2,000 Yes. They absolutely believe in a divine Messiah. There's many voices within Judaism. And I want people
1: to understand, this is how, what the Judea- debate in Judaism is based on. Yes. The, this, the ancient sages and arguing what they yes. taught and so on.
2: The, the, the baseline, again, it is going to be uh, the literal textual meaning of, of the word, but like I tell you, there are four layers. Of, of looking the scripture. Amazingly, it's even Yeshua himself used these four layers in the New, New Testament when, when we read the words of Yeshua, he used those layers when he talked uh, himself. You see this throughout the Bible and they point to one thing at the end of the day to the divine Jewish Messiah. I, I want to say too, one of the
1: purposes of this program is to help restore the Jewish roots of the faith, the Hebraic yeah. roots of the faith. And you represent someone that's looking at Scripture through Hebraic eyes yes. it, with great, great depth. Yes. Okay, so we have the framework, yes. and then the second
2: is the evidence, right? No, actually, before, before that, we have a, the identification of the case. You know, I, it's also an historical book. Jewish, Judaism had dozens upon dozens of messiahs in the last 2,000 years, false messiahs. Yet there is one name that is hated above any name and it's the name, the precious name of Yeshua. What makes him hated really is what I'm dealing with. What is the charges against him? And his charges is that he claimed to hold the key to the kingdom of God. He held the key to forgive sins, etc., etc. So I So D- we, we, we need to identify this case. You know, look at Noah in the scriptures. Okay, Noah is the first prototype of the Messiah. Okay? Now, interesting, if you look at the name Noah in Hebrew, right? He was rejected when he built the ark. His name in Hebrew, most people know, it said Noach found the f- favor in the eyes of God. It's a flip word, Noah and favor, it's the same word. Very good. But his name Great also means may his name be blotted out. People don't understand. That's what the name Noach also means. That is exactly the name of the Messiah in Hebrew, that's what our people call him, his name. They right. blotted out and most
1: Israelis don't even know it.
2: Yeah, it's, it's the tragedy. It's, so, first, before we can look at the case, then we need to have an accusation, and the accusation here that, the, that Yeshua says, I am the Father, are one, and nobody come to the Father unless he comes through me. Is that?
1: And yet there were sages in the day that understood that he was the messiah of course and had the groundwork for it okay so let's go to the evidence now the most important the, part of the case the evidence
2: is the heart of the books we have broken it into five parts instead of saying you know uh yeshua is god or yeshua is not god we took a different approach we looked at the five attributes of the messiah of the Jewish Messiah through Jewish eyes. And, and very briefly, one of them has to deal, deal with the idea that he can take upon himself the sin, not of Israel, the sins of humanity. Okay? Another one, the idea that he will be worshipped. Think about it. God says in Deuteronomy 17.3, the Ten Commandments, nobody will be worshipped except to me. Yet we find in Jewish thoughts that the Messiah will be bowed down to. Okay, so we look at through this, again, through very Jewish eyes. We look at the Torah, who has the authority, not just to utter the Torah, but also to expand the Torah. We look at the origins of the Messiah, and in the last as we look at the relationship as there's an expression in Hebrew. As the first Redeemer came, so is the last Redeemer. The first Redeemer was Moses. He came in Nissan, in the Mount of Nisan. The last Redeemer was promised to our people in the Mount of Nisan you, as you're well. You're just so. scratching the surface. Yeah, there is scratching. so much in this yeah. book.
1: It's mind boggling. Yeah. To learn the rest of the case, you, you just have to read the book. I want to congratulate <laughs> you, you because this is an amazing piece of work. And if you have any interest at all in digging back through history and understanding who Jesus really was. Yeshua, the divine Messiah of Israel, this book is like nothing else you've ever read. The Return of the Kosher Pig, it's one of the most unique books that I've ever seen. It's groundbreaking, and I don't say that lightly, and it provides solid evidence that Yeshua, Jesus is the divine Messiah, promised through the ancient Jewish prophets. Amazing book,
0: we'll be right back. Jewish Voice is dedicated to proclaiming the Gospel, the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One way we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Even more important than the physical relief our medical help provides is the opportunity to share God's love through the good news of Yeshua. Today, we are just a few weeks away from our next medical clinic. Our volunteer medical professionals will be providing medical care, dental care, and eye care, all free of charge to thousands of men, women, and children, many of whom have never even seen a doctor or dentist. Will you help these precious people? Every gift, large or small, will make a difference in someone's life. As you respond with a gift of $40 or more, we will send you Rabbi Itzhak Shapira's book, The Return of the Kosher Pig. This fascinating book is groundbreaking. It uncovers Hebrew scriptures and ancient Jewish literature, rarely seen, and some in English for the first time, that revealed a divine Messiah and proved that Jesus, Yeshua, fulfilled the first century expectation. Discover fresh new insights and information that help answer the age old argument about the identity of the messiah a unique interpretation of the divine nature of the messiah one that is consistent with ancient jewish thought and you'll gain a better understanding of who jesus is from a traditional first century jewish perspective in addition we also want to send you a book by rabbi jonathan Burnus called seven keys to unlock the prophetic mysteries of israel in this book Jonathan reveals the seven keys to understanding Israel's place in end-time events and to learn what to look for in tomorrow's headlines. This book will help you to recognize and be part of what God is doing in these last days. Please call, click, or write now, and please be as generous as possible when you respond you'll be providing life-saving medical help to some very needy jewish people and you'll receive these ministry resources that will bless and inspire you and there'll also be a constant reminder of your partnership with us to bless the jewish people thank you one jewish community
1: that many of you have helped us reach out to is the beta israel the house of israel in ethiopia these are ethiopian jews who are the poorest of the poor. And they hope that one day they can return to Israel. But in the meantime, they're suffering in severe poverty, desperate for help. Jewish Voice now holds three outreaches every year to provide medical care, dental care, eye care, free medicines. But most importantly, we tell them about Yeshua. Here's a close look at the Beta Israel, the House of Israel, in Gondar, Ethiopia. This is the life of Wagaya Getty.
3: Today, she's making the difficult journey over the hilly and dusty roads of Gondar, dodging cars, goat herds, and crowds of people. A hike that will take her an hour and a half on blistered feet. But she's heard about the clinic, and it's a -a once-in-a-lifetime chance to get the medical attention she desperately needs, having endured abdominal pain brought on by complications during pregnancy this will be the very first time she sees a physician. Dr. Fajardo from Colombia is a specialist at the clinic and was able to give her an ultrasound on site to aid in her diagnosis. It's the very first medical treatment of such she has ever received. And she is most likely unaware of the important role it plays in her healthcare. Hearing the good news of Yeshua, The spiritual counseling she receives is perhaps the first time she is told that while she has been abandoned, she is not forgotten or alone. That God sees her plight and is reaching out to her even this very day through these volunteers, acting as the hands and his feet of Yeshua.
1: Every time I see these pieces, it, it really sh- touches me. You can't imagine what it's like until you actually experience one of these outreaches for yourself. We'd love to have you join us on our next medical outreach. To volunteer, you can email us at outreach at jvmi.org. Again, for more information, you can uh, just uh, email us at outreach at jvmi.org. We'll be right back there's so much need in the world sometimes it it's just overwhelming but god calls us to minister to one person at a time and together we can make a difference i prayed for a frightened mother in zimbabwe whose baby was suffering terribly i watched tears run down her face as our doctor provided care will you help us change lives will you be his voice will you be the one that says yes and allows god to use you to demonstrate his compassion and share his message of eternal life i hope so we need your help they need your help be his voice for more information go to www.behisvoice.org or call 1-800-299-9374 Since 1967, Jewish Voice has been dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah and Savior. We do this to the Jew first and also to the nations. Now, one way we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the entire world. We've been able to actually demonstrate God's love by providing these people with medical care, dental care, eyeglasses, eye surgeries, medicines, and it's all completely free of charge. But even more important, we share the gospel, and it's through your faithful support that we are making a difference in their lives. As our way of saying thank you today, I'd like to send you Rabbi Yitzhak Shapira's newly released book, The Return of the Kosher Pig. His claim is that Jesus fulfills the ancient Jewish tradition of a divine Messiah. This is really breaking a 2000 year old mindset. The book also delves into Hebrew scriptures and literature that you've never read before. It's very detailed and it uses sources that are so hard to find. It's really a great book. There's nothing out there like it. It's a fresh new approach to who jesus really is i really encourage you to get this in addition i also want you to have one of my books it's a real simple book that i did called seven keys to unlock the prophetic mysteries of israel in this little book i cover seven specific events taking place now before our very eyes that directly fulfill prophecies written hundreds thousands in fact thousands of years ago related to the last days and the return of Jesus the Messiah to this earth. And remember, when you send your gift, when you phone in with your gift today, we'll not only send you these materials, but I want you to know that your gift will help many, many in need, some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Hey, by the way, we're on Facebook now. You can check us out by going to facebook.com slash Jewish Voice and just like us on Facebook. You can follow along and we'll keep you updated on everything happening here at Jewish Voice. We're out of time, but as I leave you, I want to remind you, as I always do, Psalm 122.6 says, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem, they shall prosper that love thee. So until next week, this is Jonathan Berners saying Shalom and God bless you. Jewish
3: Voice is made
1: possible by the support of friends and partners
3: like you.